is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, everyone. It's Bran, and I'm just over here loving Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, it's Panda, and I'm just over here liking Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> I'm Dan. I've been here despising <laughs> Hallmark Christmas movies. And I'm Nikki, and I've been in a lot of Hallmark Christmas movies. And, and this, this is the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. podcast. Yes, 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 oh, yes, boy. yes. What a good day. It is a great day. What a day. good day. It, it is a day, um, I would say, a lot of people, Tuesdays get a bad rap. Yeah. Don't you guys think? I think they do. Tuesdays are like, oh, Tuesday's the next Wednesday. And Wednesday, I and agree. at that point, it's whatever. But Tuesday this week is here to stay. I agree. Because Nikki's with us. That's right. Nikki, here happy to Tuesday to you. How are you? I agree. Why do Tuesdays get a bad rap? I don't know. Because we're Tuesdays still are great. so Tuesdays. far away from the weekend. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I know, think- but like the thing about Tuesdays, which which is a wonderful thing, besides the fact that we, the four of us, are here together, that's which right. is the best part of this day, is that Tuesdays aren't Monday, so you're not getting back into it. So I always feel like Tuesdays are like the day that I wake up and I'm I'm like in the groove. Yeah. Mm. I'm All in right. The week. Leave it to Nikki so to, like to have that. a positive spin. I would say Tuesday might be the most productive of the days. Wow. Okay. You've it got is. one day under your belt. You're not quite to hump day where you're really feeling the slog of the week. That's right. Tuesday might be the best. Wow. Tuesday's the That's best. How I feel. Hey, I'm nominating right now. I know the big award show for day of the week is coming up. I'm nominating Tuesday as the best day of the week. 2020. Wow. Yeah. 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 Thanks, everybody. Um, Nikki, we're so happy you're here. You're not even here to promote a movie because it came out on Halloween. Yeah. It was just really there. Um, But you're just there to hang out. But I do want to let you know how much I loved Cranberry Christmas. And did you? I really did. I really did. Panda, you loved it. Yeah. Dan? Yeah. I thought it was okay. I, Nikki, I did. Do I, not. No, no, no. Do Nikki, not. You can go listen. I'm going to go back and listen go to listen. the podcast and hear you talk a whole go lot listen. of stuff. Here's about what it. I said I said that the degree of difficulty for that movie was as high up to that point that I'd seen for a Hallmark yep. movie. What you were trying yep. to accomplish, I applauded. I, I just felt like the couple didn't have that many reasons to be that upset at each other. Like they seemed like they were actually a very fully functioning couple. Uh, but it was. You and Benjamin were great. And then the question I had about it was the proposal at the end when Benjamin is like really crying and like d- doing his thing. And then you get down on two on knees with was him. Was that in the was script? Was that in the script or was that a Nikki? Del- yeah, yeah. It was. We knew it. Come on. You know who I else? I got to surprise. I got to surprise Ben. That's great. In that moment. Because he didn't know I was going to do it either. And the director and I had talked about let's do Ben's coverage first. Yeah. Because I want to surprise him with this and I want the reaction to be on camera. So we really have like one, we have one shot to nail this. And the look on his face was so great. I just love those like really nerdy story character moments because the whole thing was us being equal. And if he's down on his knees and I'm not down on my knees with him looking eye to eye, it doesn't work. Yeah, Yeah. you get it. And you know what else is? Uh, What does it say about us that we have seen enough Nikki movies to know that's a Nikki? But that that was something that she came up. Your boy Michael Rady was on that episode reviewing it with us, and he. (laughs) 
He guaranteed that it was not in the script, and then you did it yourself. He guaranteed that that was a Nikki Deloach original. He guaranteed. I it just, I just right. love him. And, I love him so much. And I gotta be I honest, love you guys. that was the top. That moment was a top three moment for me this season. That moment, a moment from Michael Rady's movie, actually is another one, and then one from a movie called Delivered by Christmas. Uh, and so that moment, I thought worked incredibly well. Like you guys crushed it. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And by the way, I totally agree with your assessment. I think that, you know, with each movie where we kind of move the needle just a little bit mm -hmm. and, and our audience reacts to it in such a positive way, you know, Two Turtle Doves was one of those where Hallmark was nervous about and we were like, just trust us. They will like this. You know, they will get it. And then I think Cranberry Christmas was another one of those where we're like, trust us. They will get this we get to just move the needle a little bit more because for me as well, yes, of course I wanted to play into the dynamic more and why these two are struggling. You know, I just think it's sometimes it's hard because they don't want to push their audience yeah. into a place that they think that they're going to be uncomfortable, but, but they're willing to take the chances a little step at a micro mini step at a time. And I think now that they've seen it and they've seen that those kind of stories can work next time we can push it just a well, tiny bit and more to be fair in movies where a couple is divorced, they always seem to be, they get along so very well in Hallmark movies. Totally. Anyway. And so my, my whole thing was you guys established, you've known each other since grade school. There would be a lot of baggage here. And that was not like, to me, it was just like, Hey, we're, we're happy. But we're even just, like you know, your, your relationship with uh, Andrew Walker and the, 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 the sweet autumn. The, sweet autumn. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. The movie where you guys are kind of dream for Christmas, dream for Christmas. Yeah. Dream for Christmas. You, yes. That felt like there was more, uh, you know, strong turmoil yeah. than in this one but you know totally agree but what can you totally do? Yeah. agree i loved it but you know what we know a couple of things you we said this you should go back because we actually say a lot of nice things about you nikki if you can believe it. even though i didn't like the movie we say a lot of nice things brand <laughs> brand brand gives an impassioned speech for you in that episode that you need to hear i'm not going to try to recreate it but you need to hear it we do think you give uh the best performances of any female actor on the network. We honestly do believe that. Um, and so you need to go back and listen, even if, even if I take some shots at it, because I, you, you'll find that we do say some really kind things to you. So there you have it. Oh my gosh, you guys think, mm -hmm. first of all, I, I really mean this when I say that means so much to me. Um, it means a lot to me, especially coming from the three of you, you watch more of these than anyone I know. Um, <laughs> and I, and you're so honest. And so I appreciate it so much. And Brand, I will go back and watch just to hear that. And also I, I actually think that your assessments, whenever you have something to say that might be critical, I actually think you're usually on point and I like to hear that as somebody who's developing for the network. I want to hear it. And I do. I, I wanted to say that the proposal in Cranberry Christmas would have gone over a little bit better if you had said yes 11 times. I think that would have pushed it <laughs> over the edge for me anyway, but that's just one viewer's take. But it could have been, it could have been like a yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like it was a really quick uh, rapid fire. Uh, yeah. Nikki, Merry Christmas to you. Are you, uh, are you waiting until Thanksgiving to start decorating or are you in? Are you in on the holidays? Are you ready to go? No, I wait until like the day after That's Thanksgiving. That's right. She you. gets it. She understands. Mm. That's I, what I, I do. couldn't it's wait. It's literally the day after yep. Thanksgiving. That's what we do. That's what we do in our it house. It is yeah. typically. I don't know. I couldn't wait. This Really what happened was my next door neighbors, I looked out my kitchen window and they had a Christmas tree up like a November 3rd. And I was like, you know what? Darn it. 
I, I'm not going to just yeah. look at it. I'm going to dive in. So I decorate. I put some yeah. lights on the outside. We're not doing the tree until after Thanksgiving, but the rest, I'm, re- I'm ready to go. I'm mm-hmm. ready. And you're already yeah. treated up. I, I decorate before anyone here. Yeah, you're I'm, already treated yeah, treat up all the way. Treat up. Um, we are talking about Meet Me at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the movie you watched, right? Good. It is. Sometimes, <laughs> By the way, sometimes I'm just way, like, I, I should check. Something, can I tell you something really funny? So I had told my husband when Cranberry Christmas was airing, I was like, hey, babe, can you make sure to record Cranberry Christmas so that I can watch it? He was like, okay, what network? And I was like, it's the movies and mysteries. He canceled the network. So I did. I couldn't even watch my own movie. And bit, I was like, wait, you canceled the network that I'm on? And he was like, well, I just, yeah, I guess. You know, it's it's $4.99 a month. And I was like, Ryan, are you kidding me? Now I can't watch my movie. Yeah. And like, yeah. then... I went to put on, I went to record it because I had said to him, like, please get the network back. Like, please get it back. <laughs> and great. he still had not gotten it back. And so whenever you were reminded me to watch it, I, I had to call DirecTV and order the network. So now I have it. I watched the movie. I That's haven't watched great. mine, the full one. I've watched the one that wasn't fully edited that I got a yeah. link to. Um, but I haven't watched the full thing put together because we did not. Hey, uh, TV sales really rep. Supportive. Um, yeah, super supportive. Sales rep. I'm going to need Hallmark Movies and Mysteries back because I'm in a movie. I'm on that <laughs> could, could you get that back for me? That'd be really we great. We could always help you out with Friendly TV. Friendly TV. <laughs> Have you heard about Friendly TV? Uh, yeah. Everything. It's great. It's great to go. And we're on there. Yeah, so. we're on yeah, Friendly yeah, TV. Great. Um, let's talk about Meet Me at Christmas, shall we, everybody? Let's do it. Please. Uh, yeah. Meet Me at Christmas originally aired on November 14th. 2020 2020 and it went a little something like this the movie starts off with a rapid snowman contest they are running amok getting these snowmen together they are these two teenagers they are competing together um and they're having a good time and then they leave and they go on this ferris wheel and they're having a great time and they're really starting to dig each other and they agree we're going to meet back here at the tree lighting and that's when we will finally tell each other our names Flash forward, we meet Joan. She works uh, with flowers, and she's getting ready to bring a bunch of those flowers to her son's wedding. And she shows up, and she meets a photographer named Bo. And he is the uncle of the bride. And after the wedding planner drops out, Joan and Bo agree to help get everything ready for the wedding. They're going to work together. And they start doing stuff, and they quickly realize that they met way back when. And they did all these things together, only he never showed up to the tree lighting. And she's like, I'm not even interested in hearing why. So they split up and they eventually get back together. They're kind of like, okay, whatever, we'll work together. They do the same snowman competition. They make the same snowman again, exact same thing. It's great. Um, And they're really starting to enjoy each other again. And they end up going on a date. They go to dinner. They're having a wonderful time. And Joan starts to remember uh, what it was like to be at the lodge with her husband. And they have this story where that same night that she was supposed to 
to meet up with Bo is when she met uh, who would be her husband. And he's like, it was love at first sight and this whole storyline. And that's where they met. So she, you know, met two guys same day. Joan's doing pretty good. Um, and so uh, they, they're hanging and she, she's like, okay, I don't want to hang out anymore tonight. I just need to go. And we get some bad news the next day. There's a big roof leak where they're going to have the wedding. And so they decide to move the wedding out into the snow in the woods. Uh, it's better than it sounds. Uh, Bo gets the job offer to take pictures in Alaska. And he's uh, he's going to have to leave like right after the wedding, the 26th. And uh, he tells Joan that he wants to stay here and take pictures of families and stay at home. And she tells him that she loves that idea. But when she overhears that he has a job offer, she overreacts and tells her son that there's nothing between her and Bo, and there never will be. And Bo overhears Does she say that it loud enough for him yes. to overhear. Wow! And and there never will be. And uh, Bo overhears that, and he overreacts and immediately takes the job. Um, the wedding happens. It's nice. Uh, Joan is talking to her mom at, at the reception and is like, I'm having a really hard time um, with the fact that I had love at first sight, but it wasn't with my husband. Did she say that loud enough for somebody to overhear She it? did. Oh, her son no. overhears that, having a tough time with that news, uh, that it was Bo, in fact, that she had love at first sight with. And so uh, goes and talks to her and is basically just like, hey, mom, maybe you should find out why Bo never showed up. Well, luckily for her, she's going to find out because Bride's dad gives a speech at the wedding where he tells everyone, hey, I'm lucky to be here because when we were kids, I ran out of the road and both saved my life, but we were both in the hospital for months. So Joan realized what happened pretty fast, um, and she goes to find him. Can't find him. The, the she goes to the tree lighting. He is there, um, and he's like, "Hey, I turned down the job offer. I don't want to spend any more time chasing things. I want you." They kiss. The tree lights up, and that, my friends, was meet me, me at, at Christmas. Christmas. Mm, That's exactly so right. Boy, I can't wait to dive into this movie. I can't wait to hear what Nikki thinks about it. We got to take a quick break real quick, and then we'll be back to break this movie down. If you're like me, you are starting to make your Christmas playlist on whatever streaming service you're using. I'm a Spotify boy. I'm making my playlist. I'm getting all the classics. And people ask me all the time, they say, Bran, what is something new to put on my playlist to add a little, little flair to it? And I have for the last couple of years told them Lauren Daigle's Christmas album, Behold, is the album to put on it. It's amazing. And so as you are making your Christmas playlist to get ready to, uh, you know, get in the Christmas spirits, look no further than Lauren Daigle's Behold album to put those songs on the playlist because it's fantastic. Uh, you probably know her. She's got that big hit and it's wonderful. And you're like, oh, that girl can sing. But imagine that voice with the Christmas mm, tunes, with so the good. nice, soulful jazz. It's wonderful. Go look it up on the streaming service of your choice. Add it to your playlist. It will get you in the Christmas spirit. I guarantee it. Do it today. 
Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hey. It's good to be here, man. It is good to be right? here. I've always said Tuesday's the best day of the week. I Yeah, you yeah. You, you put up a real fight earlier. I did. You really right. did. You fought for your boy Tuesday. Yeah, my boy um, Tuesday. Hey, we have four segments to break this movie down, and we always start with a hot take, um, because I really feel like it gives us uh, some ground rules to cover. Um, and Panda, no one gives a better take, mm. a hotter one, yeah, that's true. than you. Yeah. You're yeah. in tune with it. Between better and hotter. For better, sure. hotter. <laughs> Uh, better, faster, stronger yep. uh, than you. What do you think about this movie? Uh, so here's what I really like about this movie. I think they try to do some things in this movie that are really cool. I like that they give. Uh, they tried to tell the story with a flashback, and they don't tell you the entire story through the series of flashbacks, and that's kind of pieced together. There's a, there's a good little mystery. I think they could have done it a little bit differently that would have made a bigger impact with that. So I like I like all that. I, I like the plot. I think there's something good there. But, and I'm not... I don't feel like this movie carried me very well and I it, it, and carried me emotionally enough for me to stay super invested throughout the entire movie. It felt very long to me uh, near the end, which is a shame because I think all the pieces are there. I don't know if it was just a performance thing. I don't I, I, I don't know what it is, but it didn't connect with me. I didn't get uh, a ton of Christmassy feels, even though I probably should have because there's a lot of Christmas there. Uh, it just it didn't do it for me. I didn't hate the movie. I, I wasn't huge on the movie. And I think what they were trying to do is really cool. So I want to give it props for that. Overall, it's, it's, it's not it's probably going to be in my bottom half. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, Nikki, what did you think about this movie? No, you're going to go to me next. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> You know what, Panda? I actually feel you and I always seem to be very much in sync. Mm. I mean, I'm just saying. We're, we're um, pretty much best friends. I just you guys are starting it. a podcast. Yeah. Best friends best with Panda and Nikki and Panda. Nikki and Panda. <laughs> Can we? It's just you and, and you me. just gush. <laughs> Where we just literally think the same yeah, about right. everything. I love it's it. Thrilling. I'm in. Um, I actually love a good mystery. I love a good um, flashback. I like that whole thing of like pulling from the past and letting it unfold. But I, I agree that there were just certain aspects of the story that didn't quite come together. And, and also the emotion, it was, uh, and I, the emotion, the stakes weren't high enough in terms of the emotion that was there. Um, I, I, I do think though, what something that's really fun is a, a winter wedding. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to like, you know, d redo my wedding and have it in some snowy bank with like the lights. I thought that was really beautiful. I thought they did a really good job with the set deck. Um, I just like, yeah, I would just like would have wanted to see all the stakes just a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, I'm with everybody here so far. Um, there's a couple of the things that I liked about this movie. I really liked about this movie. So the flashbacks, I love the flashbacks. I love that they they had the flashbacks out of order. Mm -hmm. um, Agreed, which I, which I thought totally. was really cool. So cool. I love that they transitioned from a flashback, um, hand on shoulder. And then it cuts to present day and it's him saying, hey, can you move out of the way? Like there were a lot of things that were working. That was the director. Yeah. She definitely she definitely like made her transitions really well from mm -hmm. those flashes. I was watching to see how she did that. She did a really good job with that. Yeah. And I also like that there was kind of this. Uh, I don't know. It was a little bit 
fadey like on the corners yeah. mm-hmm. you could tell mm-hmm. i liked it yeah. it wasn't like too over the top um but i agree like there was it, it uh it felt like in the middle we just kept going to the I don't want to hear about why you didn't go well a lot. Mm. Um, which if I'm him, I'm just yelling. I was in the, I hospital. Was in the hospital. Hospital. <laughs> this guy. So that's what hospital. I'm yelling. I'm yelling that. Um, and then continually just going to like she just I don't know. It was a lot of like all right we're hanging out and then like something happens and they just break up for a second. Yeah. Uh, and it just kept happening. And so eventually I just got kind of like, okay, I guess that's what's going to happen again. Um, and like, last but not, like, I thought of a lot of scenarios in my mind of why Bo didn't show up to the tree. That <laughs> was not one no, of them. It was wasn't not. the one I also, saw. Also, can we, I mean, can we talk about the dad's speech yeah. at the wedding? <laughs> yes. I was like, that was the most depressing <laughs> Like it was. First of all, it had nothing to do with the bride nothing. or the groom. Here, uh, here's to you and two it, kids. Here's a really sad story about something that happened to me and my brother twenty eight years ago. Right. I was like, Dad, you're fired. Yeah. You are absolutely fired from giving speeches at any event from here on yeah. out. So here's to you, my baby girl, yeah. uh, the love of my life. <laughs> Let me tell you, on this special day of all days. I was in a car accident 28 <laughs> years ago. Car just nailed me. You know oh, what uh, makes me, uh, when I see you two kids, it makes me think of a car crash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real train wreck situation. Um, yeah, I just, I, I did not see it coming. And so kudo, kudos, kudos, but yeah. yeah, overall it was just okay to me. I, I, there were, I, I will say this as far as flashback, we've seen more of them over the past couple of years, flashbacks and utilizing them. This is the best I've seen yes. of the flashbacks and utilizing them telling it out like it was really well done in that regard, but overall just an okay for brain. Yeah. Um, this movie's bad and it's bad for a number of reasons. Um, but the main one is it comes off as melodrama. So, all of these movies, we're doing something different this year with Hallmark Christmas movies. Nikki's in a movie about a husband and wife that are, are on the, the precipice of divorce. Um, Michael Rady is in a movie uh, and her mom, his, his mom has a debilitating disease and there's a, a, a grandma with dementia. Uh, Holly and Ivy has these two girls who lose their mom and need someone to adopt them. Uh, we are in some very serious territory, but none of those movies... Uh, to which I like to varying degrees. None of those movies came off as melodrama, come off as this unrealistic, eye-rolling, soap-operatic thing, and this movie does. Like, they play uh, Catherine Bell's strife as her keeping this giant lie from her son. And it's it's not good. It's not good parenting, but it also isn't just, it's just not realistic. Like, she met some dude she didn't know his name, then she met... Uh, you know, her son's dad. It, it's not the end of the world. This car that accident. That was the sound of a good point. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Jack, this car accident that <laughs> changed sorry. changed everyone's life forever. Like, these things are very, it, it felt like we were ready, ready for the next break in a soap opera. It, it did yes. not come across as genuine. And that means it didn't come across as Christmassy, even though there were Christmas to, uh, Christmases, Christmas things abounding in this mm-hmm. movie. I love Mark Declan. He was Somehow great. the guy gets better looking with age. Oh, it's oh unbelievable. Gosh. He's a silver fox. I don't know how he does it. Um, 
I love Mark Declan. Uh, I'll say that. I had a few uh, Jags with some other people, but but uh, by and large, uh, I love Mark Declan. And, and, and so the flashbacks are a good idea. That it's, but at some point, you can only manipulate it so far without giving key pieces of information away. And without giving those key pieces of information away, it doesn't come across like a mystery. It comes across like a just a bad soap opera. And and that's unfortunate because kudos to them for trying something new, but it's just bad. It's just a bad... Her son knew about the like when no, the, the, the thing that's the thing when just, when but when she said like when he was like hey you should find out it felt like he was like you don't know about the car accident with the Santa Claus like I, by the way I totally agree it's like they could have just allowed yes. her to know about the car accident in the beginning of the movie she still has to process and that could have been the thing that allows them. To her heart to soften a bit for them to go on this love journey. Yep. And they still could have had her inability to want to, not inability, but the difficulty in letting go of a husband and being in love and trying something new. That's still big enough to play with. Yes. And it's also still big enough to play with him being a guy who's kind of always moved forward in his life on his own and never really taken a chance on love. You know, those are two things that are big enough obstacles to get over. And they could have allowed the acknowledgement of what happened in the car accident to just happen earlier in the script for her to be able to just soften her heart and to even go on this journey with him. And then it would have solved a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I agree and I, I think yeah. of the, we've watched 14 of these movies. Four of them have tried something that Hallmark doesn't normally try. Cranberry Christmas, Holly and Ivy. Uh, Christmas bow, maybe to a lesser lesser extent, maybe not Christmas bow, maybe just three, and then this this is the worst of those attempts. Deliver, yes. Get delivered yeah, by delivered. Christmas. Try something different. You're right. You're right. So this is the o only one of those attempts that just felt fraudulent from the get go. Like it doesn't feel like it really belongs, well, and, and it's unfortunate. And, and I think Nikki's idea actually plays better emotionally overall too, because I mean she's trying to. I mean she essentially recreates the day. I mean this is the place where she met her husband yeah. to begin with. Yeah. And that, I mean there's just, but they don't explore that angle really no. and i think there's they a could have explored it a lot yes. more that she has some yes. mixed feelings the moment Gosh, the moments so where powerful, they're powerful. to get like the snowman scene where they recreated the inside the shop getting the the donut shield like all those yeah. things i think are the moments that work the best yes and any moment tied directly by transition to flashback works in this movie yes period it yeah. does it but does. that they run out of those pretty quickly and then it becomes this weird soap opera and it's not very yeah. good um, let's talk about the feels though. Uh, all the feels part of the show we talk about when this movie gave us those feels. Panda? I, I mean, I didn't really have a lot until the moment where he announces him and his brother got hit by a car. <laughs> I was shocked. I think it was more just like, oh, they decided to do that. That's really the only thing for me. That's not to say that there weren't some good other moments in here that I thought were sweet. I thought when they're in the bakery and he gives up the last donut, that's very, that's a cute scene. Yeah. Like it just is. I wouldn't have done it. Uh, no. I would never <laughs> give up a donut. Who gives up their donut? <laughs> let's not be, I, would, I don't even know. You're like my kids, maybe, but like, I don't even know you. I don't know you. Like, I don't care how cute yeah. you are. You're not getting a donut. Yeah, come on. Uh, Becky, any feels for you? Um, there was one moment where I kind of went, oh, that is. And it's when Catherine Bell's character flashes back to her old self pushing the baby carriage. And she's with the, the, the guy who ends up or the guy who is her husband and who she ends up spending most of her life with. And 
just in that one moment thinking that like, oh, here she is and she's pushing her. They just had this baby and he's in the carriage and then she doesn't know that one day she's going to lose him. And just like thinking about that got me like I that was. And, and why some of those flashbacks really worked and why the trope of using flashbacks actually can really work in producing emotion. I thought that they used it really well in that moment because I did feel it and I felt her loss. And I would have loved to see her wrestle with that even more. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I got married um, in December, December uh, 15th. And uh, we're in South Carolina, so we couldn't count on snow, but I'll say this. If I could have counted on snow 100%, I would have totally done that wedding in the snow, in the woods with the lights. Wonderful. So, I mean, as somebody who literally got married around Christmas time, because we both love Christmas, like a winter wonderland is dope. It's a perfect way to get married. And so I love that. I wish that it could have definitely snowed here because we would have just took it outside uh so i love that i thought it was just beautiful so uh g- give me that uh f- 500 points on the board 500 points on the board do we have that sound effect we don't 500 points okay uh thanks uh so <laughs> before the movie we'll I, work on those sound we'll of, get there we'll work on trace is getting that's there, my fault yeah it is your fault it's fine though trace we'll still keep you around uh so before, the movie, before the movie goes off the rails um there's a scene where in present day, Catherine Bell and Mark Declan are in the bakery or the donut shop or whatever. And you've seen the flashback of him giving her the donut. And for the life of me, we've seen movies where they don't recognize each other before. I thought somehow they were going to keep this ruse up all movie, like somehow all movie long. She's not going to, you know, they're not going to remember each other. And then like very late in the movie and in the donut shop, when, mm. when they do this back and forth and, and he basically offers her the donut or, or, or offers to show the donut and then he pulls out his pocket watch and she looks at him and she says, I think it's just, you. just it's you. That's all she says. He, she, yeah, that's, I the love be- that moment. that's the best scene in the movie, I think, because it it's, was great. it's genuine and you're like, oh my goodness, this is how it would have probably actually gone. It makes a lot of sense. And they're doing this thing again that they did so many years ago and they, they never really got to uh, see it come to fruition. And so that moment did 100% work for me. Yeah. You're the only teenager I've ever met that has a pocket watch. Surely there's not another one. There's so not it's another gotta, one. It's one be, you've kept for 28 It's got to be you, That's right. pocket watch. Hey, let's take one more break. We'll be right back with the Wait What's here on Deck the Hallmark. 500 points. Yes, that was a good one. Yeah. So good. <laughs> hey, um, I was thinking about the wait what's, and I uh, I know we've talked about getting in a fifth segment and doing razzle the dazzle, razzle-dazzle, right. putting it here, but I don't think the world's ready for the, the dazzle. The world's not ready yeah. for So we're going right. to go right on into the wait what. I think it fits really well here. We'll talk about the razzle-dazzle next week. Uh, Panda, any wait what's for you, pal? Uh, okay, so this is a kind of goes back to Jingle Bell Bride. It's the flowers, and how long do you have? to keep those bad boys alive before they start wilting and dying so she brings in all the flowers for the entire like wedding the 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 trees the plants all the flowers everything a solid four or five days before the wedding uh how long until those bad like that's that seems early to me i'm not florist that seems so in jingle bell bride they do this bit where they put them all on ice Ice, but they don't do that here and they don't do it here but it is cold really cold outside i think five days is probably at your like boy the fact that this whole thing takes place in five days lends itself to a lot of weight what's in general yeah 
I think that's kind of on the edge for flowers. Okay. Okay. I, I think it is. You'll I don't know. By, okay. I'm, I'm I, just. I, I think it's close. I was concerned. Yeah. <laughs> just going to express it there. To think of when we got our flowers for I don't remember that stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, don't either. Yeah. Uh, the concierge. We need to talk about Can him. Can we please? Uh, <laughs> he is a delightful, but B, I don't know what he does. Uh, is he delightful? <laughs> we, is that where we landed on <laughs> that guy? Really? Uh, well, yeah, I liked him, but I will say he has, he says at one point, he says, I've planned these events for years, but this is the first time anyone has invited me to participate as he's making the wreath. Yeah. I want to point out no one invited him to make that wreath or design it. <laughs> he just shows up with the wreath. And he's like, I'm going to go for it, yeah. which I applaud. I like him, but I do. What's he doing? Well, like, <laughs> there's more to this that you're leaving out. The very important part that you're leaving out of this is when he first shows them where the wedding will be, he specifically says, <laughs> I do not do any Christmas decorating. I don't do it. Yeah. I won't do it. He says it. That's yeah, why no yeah. one's asked. And then he turns around and he's like, hey, when we wreath decorating, <laughs> you know what's up, right? It's time. Get our festive on. I didn't like know wreath decorating. Said, you just said you don't do it. Hey, Stop re- playing games, re- Erich. Stop it. Wreath decorating is in a, in a ballpark of its own, man. That's right. That's not Christmas decorating. That's not Christmas. Mm, that's art. decorating. Uh, the final thing is Joan has a very specific philosophy of marshmallows. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, f- yeah. Four's too many, three, two's too few, three's yeah. just right. But then we learn she's given up marshmallows entirely. Yeah. Uh, for somebody who has that specific of a philosophy on marshmallows, so they don't give them up. I had, he had this problem in the movie and we talked it through. I just, for me, that was a sign of her being a kid. Yes, and, Nikki, and we talked it through. We did. We did. <laughs> Listen. You just worry about acting in the movies. <laughs> we'll worry about watching them, okay? Someone, okay. you don't even have the channel already. Right? So you just take a few plays off, all right? Hey, someone has to talk through these heavy hitting issues of our country, right. such as what happened to her love of three marshmallows. That's right. So I, the way I took that was, is that was, a, that was a very whimsical part of her. It's just this thing she used to do, three marshmallows. And then as she grew older, she just gave it up because it was a dumb kid thing. Like, it, like it's, it's not like it's some she weird- She was 18 when she had developed that yeah, philosophy. Not developed. That's, when she was doing it, she was 18. 18. Yeah. No, to me, when you have that's one of those things that's an unchangeable thing of I your just, like, nature it's just like you get older and you just stop doing the, the three marshmallows if there, thought, like, I, 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 I will, I'll say this my philosophy on hot chocolate has never changed and it's give it to me that's right like that's the philosophy <laughs> there are some philosophies absolutely change but you know whatever your ideas about life and politics sure change them yeah. but hot chocolate you have it you stick with it through and through amen. extra whipped cream amen. double extra whipped cream on see hot chocolate that that's, you've been that way since i've, I've known you way. you're not changing that's right exactly that's come hell or high water extra no, whipped cream <laughs> but what you don't know is is as a child i just did a dollop of whipped cream <laughs> <laughs> you've gotten more whimsical in your that's older right. age yeah, yeah. i will say you cream. are more whimsical yeah, yeah. At least call me whimsy dan <laughs> that 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 was going to be your twitter handle but it was taken whimsy dan was taken uh nikki anyway what's for you Yes. So a couple, one of them was the list that this really famous wedding coordinator left behind for them. There's four days before the wedding and there's two giant lists (laughs) like filled up. And I was like, who is this person? 
how, like, has she done anything for the wedding? I am completely confused on how much is left for them to do. The other thing, it's just a little something, but it was when they, when they walk in and they realize that the Holly room has been destroyed and then Catherine Bell's character um, urgently is like, we've, we've got two hours before they come back. I've got an idea. And they cut to them walking as slow as turtles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Outside down to this place where they're going to show. And I'm like, wait, where's the urgency? Where It took them 30 minutes of the two hours yeah. to walk. Just to the place to show where she's going to do the wedding now. I was like, woman, you got to, we got to go. That's right. And then my favorite part was when the son, what did he say? He said, um, he goes, oh, whenever they came back and then they saw it and the son said something like, um, it definitely was a step up. Like after, after he sees the, uh, oh, he goes, honestly, it was a major upgrade like when I was from the Holly room. And I was like, it's so rude. <laughs> honestly, it was a major upgrade. Uh, and it's like, wow. So I, those, a couple of those things, just like, and still, I was like, what, where did the urgency go? Um, the wedding coordinator was, was terrible. And also I, I still am concerned about the dad's speech. Oh, yes. for sure. I'm still really concerned yeah. about the dad speech. You Those know, he got off what? stage and his wife was like, what the, what are you, that? Kid, you, are you kidding me, Jerry? <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> this is our daughter's, again? this is our daughter's wedding, Jerry. <laughs> Do you think all of his speeches, just, he ropes yeah. in the car accident? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for this retirement uh, party. Uh, I gotta right. tell you, it reminds me of the car crash. Yeah. <laughs> um, G35 is bingo. <laughs> Also, have you heard about my car accident? <laughs> he just works it in. You got to work it in. Oh, there's Jerry again. Jerry. Uh, I don't know if that's his name, nope. but it is for now. Um, I got to tell you guys, I know part of the reason why they didn't know each other's names was because of the four or five thing, the cards. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I cannot nope. get over the fact that nope. they were together for six hours hours nope. and they didn't exchange names i wouldn't even know how to do that <laughs> hey you hey, buckaroo <laughs> hey kiddo I, I here's here's the other thing about that is is that not only did they not exchange names for six hours but this guy is clearly batting out of his league in this flashback <laughs> like i'm not I, look i'm not here to tell you but like Bro, if this she is... She was gorgeous. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And gorgeous. These two and are he's doing, alive. You, you've got like a members-only jacket and a pocket watch, <laughs> and you're over here with a tin, and you're like, let's not exchange names. It'll be cute. Dude, I got you are, you are reeling that name in. You're getting that name. There's yeah. no way around it. Are you What's saying, right, guys, can we talk about my favorite line of the movie where I, I was like, oh, I hope that I know that you got one of you clocked. This was when Mark, he um, he wants to dance and then he stands up and he goes, come on, number four. Uh, let's be number one. Oh, <laughs> you nailed that it. <laughs> nailed it. Oh, that's good stuff right there. That's good on, stuff. That makes brand tear up. Yeah, let's be number one. Let's be number one. Nailed it. Um, I, mom, Joan, 
uh, is, uh, I think, telling her mom that she's never told her son Liam about the full romantic day that she spent with another guy. And I just, I'm here to tell you, Joe, you, you don't have to tell, tell your kids about every guy you've ever hung out with before you met uh, his no, dad. You don't know that. Hey, hey, kid, let me see you down and tell you about all my lovers ever, <laughs> ever. No one's doing that. No one's doing that. You don't owe that to your no. son. I no. never told him about that day with the random guy. Um, they, uh, there's this uh, fireplace. <laughs> they keep doing this uh, uh, establishing shot, and there's a fireplace, a little fire pit that's literally always running. No one's ever around it, and I just feel like it's a waste of energy. Let's uh, let's get better at that. Um, and I got to say, Mark, I know you said I will be a wedding photographer. I will take pictures. But you're not doing a good job at being a wedding no. photographer. You did not get out of your seat once to get any other angles. It's no. one, you're sitting there in your chair, just Snap, taking stamp, one, stamp, one stamp. picture, one after another. That's why you don't hire family. That's why you don't hire. That's, that's exactly you right. That's exactly right. But I just feel like he would like. I yeah. want want to get at least one other shot. But no, no, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's it for me. <laughs> Boy, I got a bunch more guys. I was hoping you'd take some. It just didn't didn't ever uh, happen. Uh, so he is walking with his niece. This is after he and Catherine Bell got in a little tiff and they split up. Mm-hmm. He's walking with his niece and he stops and he gestures over. <laughs> He does that nod. He gestures over to the Snowbell Man building competition, and he goes, I know we probably shouldn't, but do you want to? <laughs> well, you're not taking your third shot of tequila on a Wednesday before a big presentation, Dan. Like, you, you, it's just a snowman building co- Why shouldn't you? Time. Why, why, Time. Well, amount of things they have on the list. They're meandering. I know. I, I know. I know we probably shouldn't. We we probably shouldn't. This is how bad uh, decisions. Ooh, I know we'll regret this tomorrow, but you want to build a snowman? <laughs> is that really happening right now? Like, Seriously? Um, he might come to life, man. Yeah. Or earlier in the and then you got a whole situation yeah, on your hands. Thing, yeah, yeah. There goes Frosty. A, yeah. He uh, only stops when there's a magician too. And there's you a, heard listen. I know about uh, that magician. Guys, live action Frosty the Snowman. I'm here for it. Yeah. I just want okay. to start we that can trend talk about that later. on the Twitters. Earlier Hashtag in the movie, live action uh, Frosty. Uh, Mark Declan's niece. <laughs> Uh, Mark Declan's niece is talking to him, trying to convince him to come to breakfast. And she said, come on, Santa will be there. I have some news. Santa was not there. <laughs> the next morning, they eat breakfast. There is no Santa. What was she doing? What, what is she talking about? Kids were crushed. I don't, I don't understand. Why? Maybe he got hit by is the car. Is that how he, she entices her 50-year-old uncle to come to the... Oh, is Santa's going to be there? Well, uh, in well, his defense, last you never got to see Santa that one year got hit by a car, Dan. Uh, my bad. So he's still holding on to it. At 50. He's still holding on. Hey, I know we probably shouldn't. <laughs> I know rules and such. But you want to you want to build a snowman? <laughs> um, so later she says my she's explaining to Mark. Catherine Bell's explaining to Mark Declan why this is it's so hard for her. And she says my kid loves this tree so much he had a custom made model of it for the top of his wedding cake. We see that wedding cake topper in this movie. The, the the cake maker, Baker, shows it. That is something you buy at Ross. That was not a custom-built anything. Uh, it was just gold and white. It looked nothing like the tree. No, 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 no. Dressed for less? No. 
Uh, yeah, you could dress for or Marshall. You really or can. Steinmart, wherever it is you go. Um, why is there in every Hallmark movie, maybe you can answer this, Nikki, why is the, in every Hallmark movie with a photographer present, is there mm -hmm. always an argument that they feel needs to be made for Candid's? Like, it's like no one has heard of candid shots in this movie. And every time they argue about what, and they explain what a candid is. They explain it's people doing the things and you get shots. Like, this is a wedding. We don't need to argue about whether or not there should be candid shots at your wedding, right? Right? Like, there should be both. There should be group shots. There should be candid shots. But they have this whole argument where Mark Declan, the professional photographer, explains why it's important to have candid shots. And I don't understand that for the life of me. I, I think that this is another, I think it's one of those situations where, you know, people underestimate the audience. Yeah, no kidding. You know, like everybody knows what a candid shot is. Everybody understands how wedding photography goes. And I think it's one of those situations where, for example, if it would have been my movie, I would have been like, can we cut this out because our audience understands it and use this real estate to dig a little bit deeper into character and story? Yeah, bingo. Nikki should maybe do mm. more than just act in these movies. Maybe do all of it, Nikki. Can you write, direct, and produce? Can you do everything? <laughs> well, right now I'm writing and producing. Okay. Directing, I don't know. Okay. I, that, I'm going to have to like... I'm gonna have to give it a beat as I as I shoot I, for the stars. That's what I say. Right if now. I've learned nothing but, from watching Hallmark movies, it's that if you may, believe in yourself, yeah. you can do it. That's right. And I'll say this: maybe your husband. <laughs> well, you know will, what? If you believe in me, then maybe there I can it is. Do it. I like it. I, yeah, I talked to your husband. He said he will get the Hallmark Channel if you direct, yes, that's right. <laughs> but that's only that's if right. you direct. That's right. You got to direct. I Not got, until I had two more, and they're people. The the father of the groom. Um, we can talk in what the Hallmark about how they were stranded in Vermont. I don't understand that, but. Um, how can he not bother to dress up for his daughter's wedding? Like how, how in the world, everyone is in tuxedos. This guy is in the jacket, the dad from home alone wears in the airport. And he's got a scarf on the outside of that jacket. I, he looks like he's late for like a big business trip and he's walking his daughter down the aisle for the love, man. Just put a little bit of effort in. And then since we're at the wedding and we've walked her down the aisle, can we talk about part-time reverend briefly? Because the reverend says, you may kiss the bride. And typically here in America, after that, and they kiss, the reverend says... May I present to you for the first time? This guy says, "May you kiss the bride," and then he exits stage right. He just walks oh, off. The, hey, he, hey, he was it's like, cold. You may kiss the bride. Where's the check? I'm out of here. I'm gone. What is he doing, guys? Can he not stick around till the end of the it's ceremony? Cold. It's cold. Maybe he had to pee. Maybe he had to pee. <laughs> That's valid. I mean, just part time at best for this guy. Kiss the bride. Gotta go. <laughs> Got to go. Kiss I mean, the bride. It's, nobody likes peeing in their pants. So That's maybe right. he just had to like go to the bathroom. <laughs> Those are my way. What? That's so true, Nikki. No one does like peeing. But if it's cold, I mean, it's like, embarrassing. Yeah, warm me up a little bit. Uh, it's time for what the All Breaks and Bars show we talk about. Any questions we still have that we would like answered, Panda? Questions for you? Yeah, so I'm not a fine dining boy. Uh, I, I like chili still in yeah. those kind of places. I get excited going. <laughs> yep. uh, two for 20 is still an awesome deal. So here's the deal, though. <laughs> I have a question about the Hallmark 
fine dining, like the the dancing. There's always they always are at restaurants where there's a dance floor at these fine dining establishments. I've never now I've been to a few nicer restaurants. That's never been a thing. I want to legitimately know is that a thing in like, my life? I've never been at a fine dining restaurant and had t- two people stand up and just start da- dancing. start dancing. I, I just want to know it like because that is, happens because a lot that in happens Hallmark a lot movies. in Hallmark movies. Is that a thing that I've just been missing out on? I, I will go. Yeah, I don't think it's a. I think, I think it's that thing, like where, just to be honest, I think it's probably that thing where they're wanting to like really dive into the romance and like some girl's vision of like you know the guy being so romantic and so taken with her that he doesn't care what's happening or where they are. He wants to like sweep her up and like dance. I think that that's where that comes from. But then I you're will, asked you're asked to leave the restaurant at some point, right? Like well, at those nicer I, restaurants, yeah. they're not going to let you. Do I that. will say, like <laughs> I've played a gig before. And I had two people stand up and start dancing. It was weird. I didn't know what to do with it. They had definitely had one too many, but they did it <laughs> yeah. and they sat back down. I have seen it happen and it was because of me. You're welcome, Hallmark. Um, and so it might be one of those situations. I think it only happens when there's live music. Okay. Right? I don't think I'm there's a dance don't... floor. The only problem I have with what you said was that you said that there's a... No, because they say, she says, there's no, no one, one else on is on the floor. dance floor there's right no now. The... Oh, she said, that's she a way what that... then? Because yeah, there's like... no dance floor there. It's just the restaurant, right? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Or maybe she's saying the proverbial dance. The proverbial floor. No one's out there yet. Nobody's out on the the, on the on floor. The floor. <laughs> you know, the I floor. just I, I it I would never happen questions. at a Chili's. You say what you want. It would not. That's right. I think it would. Have some decorum. Those chips and salsa are unlimited. We don't have time to dance. That we got eat. Lava cake is we fire, eat. guys. They, so good. They bring out a chocolate chip cookie in a skillet. I want the baby back, baby back, baby back. I want the chili. Man, it doesn't get better than that. I'll tell you that much. Nikki, any what the hallmarks for you? Yeah, I just I'm I want to know about the mom's psychic powers. You know, <laughs> like the daughter comes in with Mark Declan, they sit down for 2 seconds and then the and 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 they give nothing away that there's anything in between the two of them. And like 5 seconds into sitting down, the mom's like excuse me, let's talk. And then pulls her daughter to the side. And it's like, I can feel it. I can feel the, that there's something between the two of you. I, and I just want to know more about her psychic powers. Like, do they come in like a vision? Is it just like, does she just get chills up and down (laughs) like her body? You know, did she hear things? Because that, that I'm very curious about. I really want to know more about that. And then when she was like, mom says number five. Yeah. I, I loved it. Loved it. Loved every second of that. I'm going to put you on the spot. I don't think I'd do this with any other guests, but you tend to be fairly honest. So in this movie, Catherine Bell and the lady that plays her mom may be eight years apart in age, maybe. And this is something that happens in Hallmark movies on the regular. The leading lady and her mom are, you know, maybe a decade apart at most. Like, is, has that ever happened to you in a Hallmark movie where your 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 mom in the movie is fairly close to you in age, maybe a decade apart? And is there any conversation about that? Or do you guys just kind of go along and just do your job? <laughs> so it happened in Sweet Autumn with Andrew's character, his dad, yeah. Paul. Yeah. Who, by the way, Paul did Dream of Christmas with us as well. Mm. He's a local Winnipeg actor. He's a very good actor. Um, but I think what ends up happening is, so you go into an area, whether it's Vancouver or Winnipeg or whatever it is, and they make so many of these there that at some point in time, they've used so many of the actors that 
they have to start using different actors, but then there's the age thing is off. So like for Paul, they like did his hair gray and they tried to like aging up Um, for Andy. They tried to do the same thing. But I think at the end of the day, like Paul still looked like he was only, you know, 10 years older than Andrew. Um, So there is conversation about it. There is, you know, there's an, there's at least for Sweet Autumn, because of our director, Gary, there was an, at least he tried to age Paul up, which I very, appre- I'm very much appreciate the effort. And he did age him up like a good, you know, he probably put like at least a good eight years on him or something like that. But, um, but yeah, it is discussed, at least in my experience, it has been discussed. I've personally never had someone play my parent who wasn't old enough to play my parent. Yeah. Um, in any of the Hallmark movies, but it did happen in Sweet Autumn. Yeah. Huh, interesting. And I saw that too with Catherine Bell's mom. I was like, wait. Yeah. I, they, they are, I like, are they five years apart? Yeah. Actually, like I, this, it well, was really Catherine that Bell, one was really Catherine severe. Bell is fifty two. Her age is on on the internet, and that woman playing her mom could not have been more than sixty. There's just no way. No, yeah. no way. And I just no couldn't way. believe it. Like it was just. And uh, also, I don't know where they filmed the movie, but I do know at least in Vancouver because I've auditioned them as a producer. There's a lot of talented older women in like seven in their seventies, you know, that would have been incredible. I mean, even the with Jennifer who played my grandmother in Cranberry Christmas, she would have been awesome in that role. And that would have been like the perfect, perfect age. age. Yeah. She was great. You know? in Cranberry Christmas. Yeah, You're she right. Was. She, she really was, was. So great. gave a great speech to Benjamin Ayers too, just about marriage. Just crushed it. Really good. She just, she's such a great actress and she was so fun and like, I mean, just like so free. And so all I kept thinking was like, I don't know where this was filmed, but those actresses are there. And I, I don't, I, I think we, we can't shy away from hiring actresses in their seventies, man. They, they come to the table with so much experience and I just, I want them to be hired. And that was a little bit of a bummer for me. Yeah, I mean, we notice, so it's yeah. like, it, it does yeah. take a little it bit out of, yeah. out of the movie. For sure. Um, a couple of things for me, one, the snowman competition. I do, uh, yeah. both. I have just questions about the rule. It seems to be a timed situation, but they did seem to know that they had won immediately. Like they, mm-hmm. I don't, and also are the snowmen pre-made cause we never see any rolling. And so it like the scene always starts and they're decorating. So is it just a decorating of the snowman What's competition? Is, is that do they only have like two minutes to do so? I want to know about that. in the first flashback, the first scene of the movie, he says, the only way we win is if we stand out. And, oh. uh, but it's clearly a timed event. It is timed. So it's the best snowman decorated in a certain amount of time. Yes. It's not about completing the snowman because every snowman is already pre-built. It looks, it looks like. at least, because they all look at least yeah. relatively similar. Yeah, I, I don't know. Either. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and lastly, um, this Christmas tree lighting, they do a thing every year where they all, you know, they decorate the tree with ornaments that have been brought and she goes to the tree when she gets there and she sees an ornament that was there when she was there years as a ago. kid. Yeah. Do they reuse the ornaments every year from 
Christmases prior? And if so, how is there still room on this tree? In the same exact spot. In the same exact spot. Mm -hmm. I want to know about this tradition of bringing their own uh, uh, ornaments because it didn't really feel Mm. fully fleshed out to me because I had questions. There was that one ornament, that little house that was there, and I want to know about it. Yeah. Um, I, I have so many questions about the bride's parents because for the longest time, I just thought they were absentee parents. Like they're just the worst or maybe they were dead. And then we find out that they are, they're just stuck in Vermont and we're they're in Colorado. And this is not for a day. They're stuck in Vermont for set like several days, like three or four days. I want to know what happened that shut down Vermont for four days. Uh, that's weird. Are they from there? I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. It doesn't. Why would they sense. say we got stuck in Vermont? But like, like Uncle Uncle Deck over here is doing all the wedding stuff, and it's not for like a day; it's for the whole week. And then they get in town, and uh, I originally didn't have an issue with this, and then they show that his clock says six fifteen p.m., and then I did, which is they're talking, and the brother says something, and he goes, "That could be your jet lag getting to you." There's like a two hour difference <laughs> between Vermont and, and Colorado. <laughs> And it's 6.15 p.m. So at most, he feels like it's 8.15 p.m. And I want to know what he... And, and that guy's defense, I am in bed by 8.15. They're in bed very yeah. early. They yeah. have okay. a... Uh, they, don't judge us. They, Some people go to bed very early. They flew. What happened was they flew out of Vermont and had a connecting in Fiji. Is what happened. <laughs> and they got all. It was a. It was a bad connection, and they got all screwed up. It took them four days, and their jet lag. It makes I get sense. It. Now. it makes sense. That's my theory. We've That's all been my there. theory. Uh, we did, everybody. Congratulations! Another one down. Hey. Uh, Nikki, we love you. You're uh, the best, Nikki. Tell everybody about how they can find you on the internets and anything else you want. A, a pitch throw out there i love you guys so much thank you for having me on this Absolutely. is so fun You're the best. um i uh one thing i would like to say i have this shirt on it says one for alls Mm-hmm. Um, so even though the walk to end Alzheimer's, um, in Los Angeles is done, my team, Ashley Williams, Kimberly Williams, Paisley, and myself are still raising money and still raising awareness through to the end of the year. So you can go follow me on Instagram, Nick Deloach, N-I-K-D-E-L-O-A-C-H. And you can go to the link in my bio and, um, and you can donate and also, I just want to throw out there, if you have someone in your family who is struggling or showing any kind of signs that, and you're a little worried that maybe it might be dementia and Alzheimer's, um, go to uh, ALZ.org and you can find any and all information that you need there. You can contact a local chapter and they will direct you to a doctor where you can take your loved one in and get them assessed and see what's going on. And anything else that, any other questions that you may have, you can go to alz.org. And that's all I wanted to throw out. I love it. Love it. Thank you so much. Um, We're about to dive into the double double of the week. I know that you have a thing at two. And so feel free to not stay here for Panda telling a story about somebody. You do what you gotta do. We love you. Do whatever. Um, Double double of the week. It is the part of the show where uh, Panda does the deep dive in to uh, somebody who has signed up for Bramble Jam Plus and you do that deep dive and it is so good. It never stops amazing me. Mm, thank the you. The things that you're able to find I'm out. I'm proud of it. I, I You should be. Uh, so tell uh, us about who we have today, Dan. It's a single. Whoa! Oh, it's a single. Angie Freeman. Angie Freeman. Angie Freeman. Yeah, Angie heard about us while standing in line uh, waiting for the, the brand new Workstation 5. Okay. Uh, 
Brand new system. It's fantastic. Okay. What does it do? What is it well, called? Guy, it's called the Workstation 5. The Workstation 5. Better than the previous four. Yeah. What do the, what do the other uh, four do? Oh, well, they they're all do slightly similar things, but a little bit different as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they all do different things. Right, right. But here's the deal. You, you uh, get, what does one do? Okay, so one, when it first came out, uh, you had to plug it in, but it was really heavy. Uh, it was about 100 so pounds. you had to plug it in sounds like a, it's a plus. You said you had to plug it in, but it was really heavy. It was really heavy. It, 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 was, it was a lot of work to get it there, which is the idea of the workstation. Okay. okay. Uh, because you don't want it just to play. Right. It, it's, it's those who are found the what play it, too boring. What, is, what does it do? Uh, well, we're not entirely sure. It's still in post-production. Okay. Uh, are you wanting a PlayStation 5 and you, you, you've been thinking about getting a PlayStation 5? You keep 5 getting it. I know it's high on your list. You keep getting it in the cart and, and, and then you go to check out you, and it's sold out. And then you're like, yeah. And in your head, you're like, what if it wasn't play? It was work. What, what if it was work? And it does feel like a lot of work. So she uh, started that for giving us money. <laughs> we appreciate you. Um, we did everybody. We're, <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. So anything, just say Merry Christmas. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow no, with it. Very, anything very that, merry. anything Any that we word. want to do that. It will make it, easier it will make or it harder depending okay. on the slider. A slider. There's a slider. There's a slider. It can take make it, it harder. Take it can me, make it harder. So this isn't a place to work. This makes your work harder. harder. Yeah, <laughs> if you want it to. Yep. So, for instance, checking your email, what you do is he'll flip the screen on you. <laughs> like you see the mirror image. Yeah. Of it? You try to click it. So it's it a laptop. doesn't seem sustainable though, because there's an endless amount of things that someone like make make hourglasses harder. Like, what are they going to do there? Oh, uh, they Smash just flip it? it on your side. <laughs> yeah. The, who is they? The workstation? Yeah, the workstation. They show, the up. Come out they show up and it's, they go, it's workstation the out. Like, oh, toodles? And what do they do with, what do they do with, what do they do with Deckerton? Uh, they just knocked it off the table. <laughs> oh, they wouldn't. Oh, this sounds just like destruction. It's not nice. Yeah. It's not nice. What if I want to make it easier, though? Oh, you just slip it down. What it actually does, it flips it over for you. So, so, so that, it helps you then. <laughs> yeah. It's great. So this can just be a pure demon, or it can be just a real angel. Well, that's what the that's what makes the five. Aren't so we special. all? Aren't we all somewhere on that? Oh, so true, we guys. We all have a little workstation inside of us. Then why do we need? Okay, well, no. We'll be back tomorrow Bye. with another episode. Until then, may we be the first to wish you a very merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast, go to bramblejampodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad-free, go to bramblejamplus.com.